Hello and welcome back to our Coffee Talk podcast. This is Anna. This is Holly. And who's our guest tonight? Oh, and this is Rhonda. We have Rhonda with us tonight. We're actually um, coming to you live from Barnes & Noble from the cafe. And we want to talk about Goodreads, why we love Goodreads, the website and the app. So first of all, if you're not following us on Goodreads, you should. You're just going to have to search for me under Anna Gross. And you can find me under Holly Inniger. And basically what Goodreads is, it's a website app that um, you can track books you're reading. You can track books you've read. You rate it on a five-star scale. You can find friends and follow them. Um, And it's just a good way for others to see what you're reading and what books you liked and maybe didn't like as well. And for you to find book suggestions from people um, that you're friends with or just even people you're not friends with. You know, you can find um, high rating stars. You can find the best of the best. You can find choice awards. So it's just a really good way to just find possible literature for you. Yeah. And I've followed a few people that have just fabulous reviews of books and I've actually chosen some of my books to read based off of this. And it, it was kind of stumbling upon their reviews. But um, another really great thing about Goodreads is, you know, I, all of us read quite a bit and I think it's really easy to forget how much we've read and to forget about what these books that we've read really are and what happens in these books. And I can go back and look at what I read in 2018 and 17 and 16 and 15 and so on and so forth. And honestly, I probably would have forgotten that I even read some of these books. And forgotten what had happened but if I look at my review I remember that book right and the other thing that I really like is there's you can input a reading challenge in there um I am goal driven and so for me if I have a goal that I need to attain and reach that's super helpful for me in all areas of my life so obviously reading is one of them so you can set a goal and then as you finish reading a book like finish the book rate it it tracks it for you like how, how well you're doing. Yeah. And that can be a very good thing. Like Holly said, to help you drive your goal, but it can also be a stressor if you're like me. (laughs) So the, the year I read game of Thrones over the summer, I started the game of Thrones series and I read three of them and Oh my gosh, they took me way longer than any normal book would take. And I was taking a couple master's classes that summer, but I would look at my Goodreads uh, reading challenge and it tells you how many books you're ahead or how many books you're behind. <laughs> and that is enough to cause extreme anxiety where you need to pick up a young adult book and read it in one day to try and get your, your goal back on track. Right. She's got big goals, though. <laughs> so here's something to think about. Like, if you know you're going to read Outlanders or you know you're going to read some of those bigger books, maybe, like, pull your goal back a little bit. Or keep it high and then just... Yeah, just go cram yourself like heck. I did not plan to read Outlander this year, and I read the first four books, and they average, I don't know, like eight, nine hundred thousand, eleven hundred, twelve hundred pages. And I read the first four, but thankfully, Jamie has turned into my new fictional boyfriend. It wasn't hard to get through those books. I loved, (laughs) I loved those books. Yep. And my favorite thing about Goodreads is that you can put in there the books that you want to read in the future. Mm. So when, especially when we're at book club or if we're just talking to people about good books that they've read, you can input those into your app. And then when you're actually at the bookstore, you can go back and look to see what you're interested in so you can pick those books up. And I I think it's a good way to organize. Right. And that's spot on because how many times does someone suggest a book to you 
and you're like, oh my gosh, I got to write that down. Or you get home and you're like, I can't even remember it. So yeah, or you have write your it down phone, on a post-it and gone, we all know where those post-its gone. go. But now you have your phone and you can yes. And we do that. Like all of us women at book club will now in December meet and have our phones out in Goodreads and going, want to read, want to read, no, want to read. No, we meet at the end of November. We meet oh, in a few weeks. not December. Yes, November. So, so exciting. Yes. We'll talk about our November book club pick in a minute. Um, one more thing about Goodreads. If you're not on it, there's a tab for giveaways. And there's giveaways every day. You could go in. Actually, you'd probably have to spend probably a full hour if you wanted to register for every giveaway. But Goodreads tracks what's on your want to read list. And if you have it on your want to read list and it comes up as a giveaway, it will alert you. And then you go in and sign up to win that book. Now, to be honest, I don't think I've ever won one. Yeah, I mean, either. I kind of gave up on that because to me, it's like, I'm just going to go buy the book. Yeah, I, I do fill some of them out. Um, there are other book blogs through, um, I think it's BookBub or mm-hmm. I can't think of the other one, but I've actually won quite a few books on those that I end up reading and really like. But Yeah, so that's Goodreads. If you're not on Goodreads yet, go there. Like Goodreads.com, the app's available, Android, Apple, just go get it, create yourself an account and just start following friends and people and, and you're really going to love it. So. Yeah, it's, it's like the best social media because there's nothing negative. Like there's no negativity. No, it's I mean, all happy. Well, well okay. I mean, people maybe they don't like the book, the book but right. it's not like you're bashing anyone or anything. Right. So that brings us to tonight's episode, which is the Goodread Choice Awards. And we talked about this a little bit on our last podcast, I think, but um, we since have gone online and looked at this year's 2019 like nominees. So we just went through quick to each category which we also have learned a lot about ourselves yeah. and to see which ones we've read and to give you a little like, Hey, suggestions here. Yeah. So the first category that's listed is fiction. And I've, I've only read two of the books in the fiction category. Ask again, yes. And normal people. And I really, I really like literary fiction when I'm done with it. I know that sounds really strange, but it's, it's typically pretty thematic. It's pretty deep. It's not commercial fiction and that you are on the edge of your seat. You really get to know your characters. And I really, really, really liked the topic and the message from both of those texts. If I had to pick one, I would say Ask Again Yes would be my pick for fiction. I really, really did like it. And I, I had zero on here, but here's typical Polly and typical Anna. So Anna has become a like I don't want to, yeah, like a recent most, like the books that are out, you're kind of reading them as they come out a little more. Yeah. Like you tend to be like new releases. Oh my gosh, pick it up. Let's get that one. Yeah. Where I tend to be about a year behind. So for me, I've read a lot on the 2018 list, but 2019, not so much unless Anna has said, like, you got to read this one. So, well, we, in the mystery and thriller category, we already talked about these books. So just to give all of you a reminder, right. yep. Lock Every Door by Riley Sager, which we loved. I would say that's my favorite one on the list. Holly Red Silent Patient, and then Turn of the Key, Ruth Wears Turn of the Key. So we've already talked about those, but they made the list. If you haven't read them, there's a reason they're on the list. So absolutely, definitely worth listening to or yeah. reading. Um, historical fiction. Okay, this one surprised me. I am a historical fiction junkie. Like I just, as I bought my coffee, of course, there's a book sitting up there for $5, World yeah. War II, purchased it. So for me, I love it. I, I, nope, there's none on there. There's one you're going to though. Oh, there's one I'm going to read, but none that I have read. So, but so, Anna has. 
Giver of Stars by Jojo Moyes. We just both got that. Mm. I got it in, in my Book of the Month subscription. It came in the mail yesterday, and Holly got hers in the mail today. Um, but I have, I've read two on the historical fiction list, and they both take place at about the same time period. Daisy Jones and the Six, which I loved, and then The Summer of 69 by Ellen Hildebrand. And Daisy Jones and the Six was by Taylor Reed Jenkins, who has written some fabulous pieces. But really fun late 60s early 70s time period loved I really did love both of them and I really thought Summer of 69 by Ellen Hildebrand took her really fun I don't know how to describe her novels like fun and light novels to kind of a different level there was definitely more history in that piece especially with uh Kennedy there was just some good stuff in there right and she's your typical beach read like if you want a oh, fast so reading good. book she's awesome like they're so cute so predictable and they're all the same just like Hallmark movies but she's fabulous yeah and they so. make you want to go to Nantucket right for sure absolutely okay so um I'm gonna have to go out and give a confession here I I never would have pegged myself as a romance reader I've read five on the list of romance books up for choice awards, five of them. So one thing about romance reads is they're not super deep. I read Meet Cute in June and I, I can't remember what it's about. I honestly can't, I can't remember characters. I know it was cute, but that's about all. Uh, well Met, I can't even think of the author right now. It was my book of the month for June. <laughs> But it's these two people who volunteer at a Renaissance Festival. I loved it. If anyone knows me, the Minnesota Renaissance Festival is one of my favorite places in Minnesota. So I loved this book, Well Met. And Jen DeLuca. Jen DeLuca. There we go. Uh, highly recommend it. And again, I'm a setting person. So having this book take place at a Renaissance Festival where they're all dressed up in kilts and their wench outfits. Okay. It was, it was all, all me. Uh, the next one, red, white, and Royal blue. And Rhonda, who's that one by? Uh, Casey McQuestin. <coughs> Casey McQuestin. Super, super cute. Loved uh, it. So cute. Loved it. And it's about the president of the United States son and the queen of England's son. Right. Yes, yes, the prince. Yeah, the it's, prince. so it's the prince and, like, basically the prince here, right? Oh, I mean, it's it was, the cutest. They develop a friendship, and just it's it's adorable. Yes, it was it's seriously a fabulous romance. And fast. Like, you'll have it done in a day. Yeah, it was so good. And then um, Christina Lawrence, The Unhoneymooners. I'm a huge Christina Lauren fan. Funny. It's actually Christina and Lauren. It's two authors who write these together. And I mentioned Josh and Hazel last time on the podcast, but so the unhoneymooners made it for this year and it was cute. I mean, it, they're always cute. I think nothing will be as good as Josh and Hazel for me. Uh, I don't know why it was, they're both super funny, but this one was good. And then the last one I read, which I was kind of surprised it was in romance is Verity by Colleen Hoover. She's normally a romance writer, but this was like a kind of a mysterious thriller where the end there was the twist and I'm I was a little shocked to see it on this list but I really liked it it wasn't like all of the Colleen Hoovers well I shouldn't say all like the one Colleen Hoover I've read before um the next category is horror and I talked about the invited right. the paranormal loved yeah. it but yep. talked about that last time non-fiction non-fiction so 
I've only read one on the list, Girl Stop Apologizing. And if you've read <coughs> Girl Wash Your Face, this was very similar. It's the same kind of get you hyped up and get you pumped up. I actually did like this one more than the first one, but that was just personal preference. I felt like it was maybe a little more applicable. We as women oftentimes like to apologize for things that we should be proud of and we should be um, excited for. And I feel like it's part of our culture. And I, I liked this message that we need to stop apologizing and we need to be proud right. about what we're doing. Um, but so our book club that we're all three in is currently reading three women. Tadeo, what's her last name? Uh, yep. Yep. Lisa. Lisa. Lisa Tadeo. Yeah. And we're going to meet at the end of November, our book club, to discuss this book. And we don't read a lot of nonfiction in our book club, but this has some ties to our region. Right. So we wanted to focus on, you know, just reading a little nonfiction and finding a tie to Fargo, North Dakota. Yep. Like I've already gone in and voted and picked this one and I haven't even read it yet because um, the people that have read it and the reviews I've read are just outstanding. Yeah. So. However, it's not an easy read from what I've heard. And it's not something that's going to lift you up. It's going to bother you. By any means. Right. It's going to make you, it's going to make you think and it might make you question things. Um, I am going to throw in a book I ordered in the middle of summer when I was feeling extremely hopeless and aptly it's called everything is effed a book about hope so at some point i plan on reading that maybe over christmas break when i'm feeling really hopeful because i'm yeah. working every day right I and i actually had a teacher come in this week and say that he just watched a ted talk on that book Ooh. and like absolutely loved it and i told him like there's a book he's like no way so he oh. was gonna go order order the book right away. Okay, so, I need to find that. Yep, so that would be, so hey, shout out to Ted because, you know, those are great too. They are great. Okay. Um, and then, so there's always a category for debut authors with their debut novels and Silent Patient and Red, White and Royal Blue were both in that category. Right. And it's, how do you, those books are so different. Right, that's the hard part. How do you pick, pick between them? them? No, there's a lot more categories we didn't name. Those are the there are. ones that we And, and here's the thing that's unfortunate too. Like, so I went home then, actually I went to the um, public library and I went and grabbed some of the, the young adult fiction and then like the middle grades because I, I have nothing to say about those or picture books because mm -hmm. like I don't have little kids anymore and I'm not an elementary teacher anymore. So I feel really disconnected. And I also feel unfortunate because like, I don't love fantasy. Okay. Minus Harry Potter, but I don't love it. And I don't love um, science fiction. I'm sorry. I just humor sometimes. So a lot of these categories, I don't know that I'll ever read a book from, or I might if suggested. So I need to maybe expand my thoughts a little bit. But here. it's hard to do that too because we know time is precious and we all know our book to read lists are extremely long and our actual time to read right. time is yeah. barely there at So all. do you read what you want to read, which yes, right, yeah. or do you force yourself to read books just to expand? I'm probably going to go with pick what yeah. I want. So, yeah. so here's an example of that. I have three books I need to read for book club by the end of this month. <laughs> I'm currently reading one I chose. I already chose that I'm reading Jojo Moy's new one, The Giver of Stars Next, which means I'm going to be cramming in three books in about a weekend, which I can do, but 
my kids are going to have to eat cereal and not talk to me for 48 hours. Right. And that happens. Okay. So now we're just going to go through the 2018 list and just give you a quick few recommendations off of that list of ones we, um, we have read. So educated is on there. We talked about educated last time. Um, I'm so. actually going to recommend children of blood and bone. And this actually won for um, debut author in 2018, and it was nominated for Young Adult Fantasy and Science Fiction, and this is not my typical genre. I read it, liked it, didn't love it, probably because that's not my typical pick there. Uh, but really, I mean, if you're looking for Young Adult, that one's that one's really good. Okay, the one that I'm going to talk about is Circe um, by Madeline Miller. Okay, so this one is like Greek mythology, so you got to kind of think outside the box a little bit there, but it's the daughter of Helios, and um, she... She does not have typical powers like a god would have. Like she ends up having like a witchcraft ability, right? Potions and, and witchcraft. And so Zeus abandons her to an island like to live there by herself because he just doesn't want her in, in the world of the gods there. And so um, as it continues on, she meets some mortals and starts to fall in love. And so then it's the question of does she abandon her like family, her lineage, or does she go with the immortals and, and just the whole cross between that. So it was very well done. And if you've read the Odyssey, it, it's almost like a, a retelling of the Odyssey from Circe's perspective. It, it Really good. And I like the Odyssey. So this was, it was really cool to see that twist. Um, another one on the list is Still Me by Jojo Moyes, which is the third in the Me Before You series. And we all agreed, probably not our favorite of right. the three, but still good. It takes place in New York. And I felt like that magic of England was kind of lost by her coming over to New York. But right. it, it, was, does, it, was it gives you closure, but it it's not. Closure. Yeah, it's not her best one. It was fine. The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas. This was actually her debut novel. And it was absolutely amazing. So Fabulous. it's about a girl that, um, an African-American girl that grows up in, in not a very, like, nice neighborhood. It's pretty poor. But she ends up going to a prestigious white school. And so, um, like, what does she do? The struggles of, like, trying to fit in in both places. Because her friends that she grew up with don't like her because she goes to this rich school. And the white friends don't really like her a ton because she's not white. And so... Um, well, and it, and it deals with one Tough of the issues, biggest right. issues right now, which you could look at police violence, targeting minorities, and it was very, very well done to right. be using King. Right. So just a couple more. Little Fires Everywhere, which actually won uh, the Choice Award for Fiction, and then it was nominated for the Best of the Best. So in 2018, they did a Best of the Best, looking at all the other years, and this was a great book that the metaphoric title about the little fires everywhere and what happens when all these little fires burn metaphorically was great. I don't yeah. want to say too much about it, but it's definitely worth the read. Right. Um, and the other one, Nightingale's one that we've talked about, um, read at book club, I think. Yeah. No, no, no. Do we, we, we do book club? book club? We didn't. No, we all just, read I think it we all just read it, but Kristen Hannah, like if you haven't read anything by her, um, She's a great author, and um, she's mostly known for, like, Firefly Lane um, would be probably yeah. one of her big and ones. Firefly but, Lane is very light compared to... Oh, yeah, Nightingale is very deep. This historical fiction taking yep. you... To France, 1939, yes. oh, Nazi gosh. invasion, 
Yeah, it's a deep one, but so good. There's a historical fiction lover of me, but. Okay, so let's, uh, should we wrap it up? Let's wrap it up. We're let's, out of time. Um, let's say what we're currently reading right now. Rhonda, what are you currently reading? I am currently reading our, well, it was actually our October book club book, which crickets. is When Crickets Cry. Yep. Charles Martin, I think. Yes. Um, I haven't quite finished it yet. I'm almost done, but um, it is good. It. Um, I have a um, history of working in cardiology, and it's based on um, basically a couple of children who had congenital heart disease and the struggles that they go through with that. So it's kind of right up my alley, but I haven't finished it yet. So I'm excited to see how it ends. And I am currently reading The Strangers. Okay. So again, guilt got the best of me. I told you I went to that list of like nominated books and I hadn't read one on it. So it's a middle school, not even middle school, like upper elementary, I suppose. Um, Margaret Peterson Haddix is the author there. So, and then I can't wait to jump into A Christmas to Remember because it's a Hallmark movie and I, I, I just, I love, yep, those books. So um, I'm currently reading The Dead Girls Club by Damian Angelica Walters. And I had gotten this on NetGalley and then just never got to it. And now it's, of course, out and released. So I keep seeing it and I felt like I should read it. But someone had reviewed it by saying it was a Goosebumps for adults. Uh, and that took me right back to my middle school library. And I knew right where to walk to get those Goosebumps books. So I'm liking it. I mean, I don't love it, but I like it. Yep. And I plan to start The Giver of Stars tomorrow. Jojo Moy's new one. And I'll be starting, well, okay, after the Hallmark Christmas one, that will take me like two, two hours. hours. <laughs> <laughs> I will jump into Three Women. Um, so that's it for tonight. So go ahead and follow us on uh, Instagram now. We have an Instagram account, Coffee Talk Anna and Holly is on Instagram. We also can follow podcasts on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And we're going to keep you in suspense on the topic of our next, next podcast because we don't even know what it is yet. <laughs> so if you have any suggestions, make sure to comment and rate and review. So on that note, bye from Barnes & Noble. Bye from Barnes & Noble.